0: presenting sponsor of nba gambling podcast part of the sports gambling podcast network is presented by MyBookie.ag. i love these guys Have you, did you see what they did they gave away a chiefs plus 54 spread for the opening thursday night game if you you might be listening to this by the time it's already over because i'm putting it up around the same time that this game is going to go on but MyBookie is where you want to go to get fun things like that. If you missed that, you can still sign up for the MyBookie Super Contest. No need for a proxy. Submit five picks against the spread every week. First prize gets $100,000. Uh, man, it is so good that all the sports are here, man. It's Rejoice. I mean, this is an NBA podcast, but I, I can be equally excited for the NFL. It's just so cool that it's back and, and you should celebrate By gambling a lot of money And you should go over to mybookie.ag Use promo code SGP And double your first deposit New players get up to $1,000 In free play Designed to add more excitement To the sports that you love And the games that you bet You, you can do live betting They have championship futures Every play you want is waiting for you at MyBookie. It's simple. Make your picks, win big, collect your cash. Use promo code SGP and double your first deposit. Your winning season begins today, only at MyBookie. Okay, and welcome to NBA Gambling Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Rich Fat Baby McKee, and I am joined by my co-host, Zach, needs a nickname, Broner. How's it going, my
1: man? Yeah, my nickname right now could be fucking shitty handicapper because I'm 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 struggling right now. I've been down in the dumps and
0: I don't know if that nickname rolls off the tongue, Zach. <laughs> Zach shitty Zach, handicapper, <laughs> shitty handicapper pro.ner uh, I mean, let's workshop it a little bit. Maybe we'll maybe we'll <laughs> let the listeners send in some ideas. But uh, hey, you know, whatever you want to go with is your nickname. But you're uh, absolutely sounds right. sounds like Odell's but, nickname. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Oh man, I am in Cleveland right now and the uh Odell shitting jokes are running just <laughs> rampant everywhere I go. So that's, awesome. that's but that's for another podcast. I uh let's start off. Yeah, two insane games last night. We were both on the side of the Celtics. The Celtics totally controlled game 5. I thought there was blood in the water. I thought they were going to put this away. The Raptors, I should have known better. They probably one of the scrappiest teams in the NBA, if not the scrappiest team in the NBA. they um, It was a hard-fought game. I, I liked the Celtics all the way through. When the Celtics were, you know, I was live betting it. The Celtics were getting plus 2.5, plus 3.5. I got it when it was at plus 2.5 and, and was feeling real good about that bet uh, all the way up until the very last seconds of the uh, second overtime. I mean... Ah, when's the last time you saw a game like that?
1: Yeah, this this game honestly it, it reminded me of uh of uh, Warriors Warriors game seven the year that, that the Cavs came back and and you know clinched the three one lead in that I feel like everyone must have been grabbing Celtics live in that game. Um, yeah, and you know it kind of always seemed inevitable that they would they would finally get a win. Toronto cats hitting kind of random big shots and. Like the Celtics would go up two, and they would go up four, and then the Raptors would respond with a quick run. So the, the Raptors yeah. kind of got up off the deck every time. It looked like the Celtics were about to close this game. Um, you know, I thought I, I thought really first of all I thought the refereeing was terrible. I thought that the Raptors oh, got a absolutely. ton of calls. Um, I was pretty upset last night watching this game. It was it was very very frustrating. You know that technical was horrible. The flagrant was horrible. Um, yep. Not calling when Kemba drove hard for the potential game winners, you know he got fouled. Um, so thought that was bad, and but in the in the end, you know the Raptors, you know went to double OT. They, they they earned that win, but thought Kyle Lowry was absolutely incredible in this game. He wasn't even getting separation to like get good shots. He was just making everything at any angle. Um, mm-hmm. You know, great off pull up threes. He was six of ten from three. That was really what kept them in the game. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I hate to say it, but I think I may have been right about the Raptors going small being the key to sort of their their execution tonight. They went with Pascal at the five with an OG and an OB um, and got Powell out there with, with Van Vliet and Lowry. And they started getting out in transition more. They were a little bit more spacing on offense. And uh, they, they did not um, miss a beat defensively. I thought OG was just amazing in this game, whether it was on Tatum or yep. Kemba.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, they went more small ball to that point. Gasol only playing sixteen minutes in this game. You're right, Lowry was insane, going twelve for twenty from the floor, um, thirty three points. That's the thing about Game Seven, though. You're, j- I just feel like you're not going to get a thirty point Kyle Lowry game two in a row. But hey, maybe that's maybe somebody else steps up. I don't know. Um, oddly enough, Norman Powell coming off the bench having a great game with twenty three points. They even ran a play for him at the end to win. What was it? At the, at the end of regulation or the end of,
1: uh, was it, it was, the end of regulation? At, 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 the, the end? at the end of the first OT, they were hunting the mismatch with yeah, Kemba, OT, that's but right. he just kind of settled for a pull up J. Got it. Um, and
0: let's just admit, like Tatum was bad last night. I mean, he had 29 points, but he was nine for, for nine on for 21. Um, I, you know, his numbers look pretty good. I just didn't feel like he was playing like the alpha dog that he should have been.
1: Yeah. His numbers actually, and you said that his numbers look way better. I, I pulled up the box score. I pulled up the box score and he had 29, 14 and nine, um, but six turnovers and, and he really could not get by OG down the stretch. He got poked by Norman Powell on that play that led, led to the run out for the and one for Powell late. Um, mm-hmm. He obviously had that, that crazy play where, I thought that was bullshit by Nick Nurse, uh, where, where 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 Tatum passed it to the corner and Nick Nurse was standing there in a defensive stance, waving his hands. Yeah, um, that
0: was that that this game has gotten to a level of chippy where the coach is uh, getting in the way of plays.
1: Yeah, and, and honestly, look, my new least favorite thing in the NBA is every fucking play down the stretch. Everybody's doing this the finger twirl for the review, like. Yeah. Every every oh. guy it's just it's just really it's very every it's an epidemic right now. Um yeah. with the calling for the review. But look, I, I think the Celtics still should be confident going into game seven here. I mean it's been a zigzag series. Obviously, you kind of blew definitely missed opportunity here because you know, you you played you played Kemba Walker fifty two minutes um and you don't come away with a win. That's gotta hurt, although the Raptors are going through the same thing. But I think the Celtics are rightfully favored here by two and a half in game seven.
0: Yeah, I feel like when you get a Marcus Smart triple double, which happens once in a, a like once every in like a blood moon, um, <laughs> and you don't win, that's that's very unfortunate. I mean, what were probably the odds on a Marcus Smart triple double last night?
1: I mean, he, he he's been he's been that kind of guy. I, I love Marcus Smart, obviously. Um, I'm but... not shitting on him.
0: I'm not pulling an Odell Beckham. I'm just saying that. <laughs> the guy's not known for his triple doubles
1: <laughs> yeah no he's not you know he, he averaged 13 4 and 5 this year so he at least has some balance with the uh assists and rebounds but um you know I think what are what are you thinking here for game seven I mean I think it, it definitely it definitely felt coming off like the Raptors are kind of the team that the pressure is definitely on the Celtics to win this game because of of how this series has kind of transpired <laughs> and, the, and the Raptors kind of scrapped and clawed their way to be here so that kind of feels like they're playing with house money a little bit yeah
0: i've been on celtics i've been on the celtics ever since they uh where they controlled game one totally jumped off you know i i think I, i picked the raptors for the first game totally bailed ship after i saw them in that first game did not see a path to the raptors winning this one i gotta say now i'm nervous as someone who was betting the celtics all along i might switch sides again the Raptors looked they looked tougher, I, and I feel like the pressure's really going to be on, and I, I just don't see Jason Tatum as the guy stepping up in a high-pressure situation like this yet. I think he will be that player, but he's still young, and I don't know. And I know you keep saying that Kemba needs to step up and be the alpha dog, but you got to remember, like this is his first NBA playoffs. I mean, he's been in the league for what feels like forever, but still, this is his first time in the playoffs. I feel like that means something.
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like Kemba has a clutch history, though. Um, You know, he obviously infamous for that shot at the Garden against Pittsburgh. But, yeah, Kemba was only 2 of 11 today. That's obviously not going to cut it. And and Jalen Brown taking 30 shots, I think that kind of feeds right to what the Raptors want. I I think i got to go with the Celtics here for Game 7. You know, I I still think they're a better team. And, look, if Kyle Lowry... I was very like astonished by that Kyle Lowry performance. Just how many tough shots he hit, um, and and yeah. I I don't I don't have any more faith in the Raptors half court offense. I mean, they were really getting it off of not off of like good stuff. You know, Siakam was obviously terrible again. We can continue to talk about that. OG mm-hmm. hitting contested threes. Um, so you know, I, I don't think the Celtics were bad in this game. I mean, they they kind of I thought water found its level for both teams it was a very you know even game but um yeah the Celtics look, the Celtics have been the better team could have this I game think.
0: yeah I agree with you I feel like the Celtics are the better team um however I am going to be looking real hard at taking the Raptors plus two and a half just because this is such a close uh series uh, you know uh the games have been close and Public money right now, sixty six percent on the Celtics, which makes me a little nervous when the public is that heavily on one side.
1: Yeah, no, I think I think the world is kind of already, and we and we we were guilty of it too because we were we were kind of skipping ahead to Celtics Heat a little bit yesterday. Absolutely, um, we were, and yeah. I think I think the world is a little bit trying to fast forward to Celtics Heat. I think we I think we 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 gave a disclaimer that we don't want to jinx anything, so I think we're I think we're absolved of our guilt there, um, yeah. but. But um, yeah, and then obviously a very low total here at 203 or 203 and a half. I still kind of like it under, but I think think a lot of people have caught up to this game seven under angle that has been obliterated in in, uh, the first round.
0: Yeah, the public uh, pretty heavy on the under so far, Um, but yeah, I kind of... Oh man, it's such a low under. I kind of such like a low o- total, but 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 it's you still think the game yeah. flow is going to be
1: that physical type, uh, low scoring. Um,
0: but hey, you know what? That that Nuggets Clippers game would have gone under that <laughs> last night. Yeah, but yeah. so it's not impossible. But yeah, I do, I do like the over in this one. I do think it's going to be a close game. It's going to be hard fought and, and watch it go under again. And then we keep, we say the same exact thing. Fucking game seven. Just always take the under, but we'll see. I think I'm leaning Raptors right now. Plus the points you're leaning Celtics. Uh, we're both leaning over. Uh, make sure to check out sports NBA picks for our most updated picks on Friday. And we just need to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors and we'll be right back. Our presenting sponsor today is MyBookie.ag. Sports are back, and MyBookie is now offering a 100% deposit bonus when you use promo code SGP. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP, to play, win, and get paid. We're also brought to you by the leaders in daily fantasy, DraftKings. For a limited time, new users can get a free shot at the $1 million top prize and compete for over $8 million in prizes across all contests. Use promo code SGP to get a free shot at a $1 million top prize with your first deposit. That's code SGP only at DraftKings. We're also brought to you by BetQL. Want to get an advantage over the sportsbooks with NBA, NHL, college football, MLB, and NFL? Fell back in action, you need to download BetQL, the only app you need to make smart bets this season. Head to BetQL.co and enter promo code SGP20 for 20% off your first subscription. That's BetQL.co, promo code SGP20. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay-per-head providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at AcePerHead.com SGP. That's AcePerHead.com SGP. Finally, do not forget to sign up for our free roll Football Contest, where we're giving away up to $5,000 for the best NFL handicappers this season. Sign up for free today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash contest. That's com slash contest. And now we're getting back to the show. I think we're ready to move on to the next game. Uh, Clippers, Nuggets, it will be... uh, is 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 it already game five?
1: Gosh, yeah, this, this, this is a series of 3-1 already. It feels like it's gone by so fast, but that's they're playing every other night.
0: Yeah, I can't believe it. it's already game five. Um, okay, well, let's quickly recap last night's game. I got to say, I'm going to be totally honest. Now that I'm on the East Coast, I fell asleep in the second half of this game. It was going so slow. Um, and I, I was a dominant de- performance by the Clippers' defense, and... I, I don't have a lot of hope for the Nuggets going forward.
1: Yeah, I think this series is just about over, which is a shame to say. I mean, I thought the Nuggets defense also showed up. Um, you know, the Clippers didn't look great offensively either. Obviously, from a macro perspective, we trust their offense, you know, not worried about one game. But but the Clippers really just locked up tonight. Jokic was still Jokic. I mean, he had 26, 10, and 11. Um, but – but it, or, or, sorry, 26, 11, and 6. Um, mm-hmm. but, but, you know, last night we had that controversial, uh, post-game interview where Michael Porter Jr. said he wants the ball more. Did, did you catch that?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That was, that was, that that the, was a, uh, that's a bad look for, for him, I guess. I feel like,
0: but I, I feel like that's what you are getting with that guy though. You know, you know that, you know, he's a knucklehead right now. He's still young. Hopefully he'll grow out of it. But, um, yeah, especially after a playoff loss like that. Don't be calling out your coaches. You need the ball more.
1: Yeah, no, that, that was a bad look for him. Uh, but, look, I mean, I'm I i, I I'm not going to count out the nuggets here from an ATS perspective in, in Game 5. Even though I do think this series is over, they've shown, I mean, they, they came back from a 3-1 deficit last series. So I think their mentality will still be right. I, I don't think they're going to be, you know, bending over and just kind of on their way out of the bubble. Yeah, I, I agree. I think they're going to fight.
0: But I think that the Clippers just have too much for them. I'm good defense from Paul George last night. Uh, a little concerned about his offensive effort. Does that concern you at all? He, Twenty-seven minutes, only ten points, four for ten from the field.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I thought he he obviously wasn't as good as he'd been in Game Four or Game Three. Sorry, but you know, Gary Harris has done a good job on him. The Nuggets have mm-hmm. a few good options perimeter defense. You know. I, I, I have to say, like, you know, I think Paul George is the guy who could definitely break out um in, in a series against the Lakers where he where he has better matchups. Uh you yeah. know, we'll obviously get to that point when we do. But you know, I, I think also with this game it'll be interesting to see what happens with the Rockets and Lakers tonight because there could be huge motivation for the Clippers to want to get this done to get rested for that Lakers series, you know, either mm-hmm. way. Um yeah. but You know, I I I expect the Clippers to be full go here. They, Kawhi Leonard of anybody understands the need to get rest and you know find any time you can during the playoffs because that's kind of been his mantra and it's won him chips in the past. So I I expect I expect a full go Kawhi Leonard tomorrow night.
0: Absolutely, Uh, yeah. Whatever whatever player props you can get on Kawhi Leonard, I'd go ahead and go over on those. Uh, Right now, we're seeing the Clippers favored by eight. Public money, according to BetQL, heavily, heavily on the Clippers. Ninety-five uh, percent, it's saying right now, public money coming in on the Clippers. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna say uh, you're gonna do the Zach thing and take Nuggets plus plus eight.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm t- obviously. Uh, <laughs> I-, I knew you knew I was taking the Nuggets there. No questions asked.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't hate it. I do think that it's going to be another defensive uh, fist fight. I I would, a lot of people on the uh, over for 217, the totals at 217, a lot of people on the over right now. I'm going to go ahead and go with the under. I feel like, I don't know, after seeing last night, and maybe I'm overreacting recency bias here, but I feel like the defenses are going to come again, don't you?
1: Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think I think the Clippers have realized in this series that their advantage is on that end. Uh, so, you it's it, it's what won them. like you know they've had those spurts early in the series that are locking up and they are going on crazy runs versus Denver, getting out in transition. So, I like under as well. I think that's a great take. Um, you know, the Nuggets' defense has not been bad in this series. They they haven't been able to score. Is their problem? Yeah. Um. I
0: don't know. I don't know what more we can say about this series. I feel like, yeah, I I, I feel like it's going to be over. Um, I like the Nuggets' potential going forward into next season. I think they're still a great young team. Michael Porter Jr. has got to get his head out of his ass. If he does, he's going to be one of the most dangerous young players in the league. And I, you know, I feel like Nuggets fans should feel good about their team, but um, they just don't have enough firepower against the Clippers.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think, yeah, I I, I I, could see MPJ definitely being in trade talks this summer. I think, you know, a better effort here against the Clips would have would have kind of been good reason to stay patient and maintain this core for another year. But I think if, if they go out in five and kind of get outclassed by the Clippers and if they, if they go out in five, I think that would be the case there may be some pressure in Denver to make to make a move and try to get a little more upside in there.
0: Yeah. If uh, you get a call tomorrow from the Nuggets owner and says, you're the new general manager of the Nuggets, Zach Broner. Zach, uh, shitty picks. Uh, <laughs> 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 What's the first uh, trade that you're going to pursue for Michael Porter Jr.?
1: Yeah, so I, I, I really think... If I if I if I'm looking to construct the Trail, and seeing what's out there. I love the idea of Ben Simmons um, to the Nuggets for maybe you know MPJ and then Barton or or Harris and a couple first rounders. I don't know if the Sixers would do that. I think that would be it. it would solve some of their playmaking issues on offense and it would also give them an elite wing defender which they lack. Um, and then you kind of have Jamal Murray, Jokic, and Simmons. Would be a super exciting young team, um, but you know, I, I think that they, I think there's a decent chance that they kind of ride it out with MPJ. Um, yeah, they don't really seem too eager to like cut bait on the whole experiment, you know. Although, although it, yeah. it would be good to kind of cash in the asset, considering they took a total flyer on him, and they could definitely get something good for him now.
0: That's true. I think, you know, I think either way, it could be a win-win for them, and. I don't know if they can get him with like a good sports psychiatrist or whatever, maybe um, if he can, if they think they can mature him up a little bit, I I really do feel like his athleticism, you know, the ceiling for him is, is definitely first team all NBA, but um, yeah, I mean, I I think also
1: like with MPJ, like if he goes into next year as the starter at the three, then he's going to get much more chemistry with the, with the first unit and he'll have a bigger usage rate naturally. If he earns it, you know, I think his issue right now is he's just kind of trying to find his place in the rotation, and when he goes out there with Jokic and Murray, he's not really part of their whole two-man game. He's kind of the weak side shooter, so he ends up taking just shots whenever he gets the chance because he wants to get shots up. That's his personality, and he'll just take them out of rhythm because he's worried he won't get the ball back. So I think if, if you put him as a starter and he builds chemistry with those guys, you might want to give it another year to see what that looks like. I agree with you. I agree with you.
0: Okay, anything else to say before we head out of here? A little bit shorter of an episode today because I have to run.
1: No, I'm hoping for a Rockets win tonight. That's definitely a must-win game for them. Uh, yeah. It kind of backs against the wall, so that should be fun, and we'll talk about that uh, tomorrow.
0: Yeah, if the if the Rockets don't win there will be a, a lot of disappointment in our NBA slack channel tonight yeah, yeah. So for sure <laughs> if you're not already on our slack make sure to check us out sg Pn slash slack get on there we we are uh, on there talking NBA gambling all the time the plus there's channels for every sport you can imagine so if you also you know going into the NFL season you want to be talking NFL bets it's a good place as well please make sure to subscribe rate and review NBA gambling podcast if you do submit a review take a screenshot and send it to me at the Ryan McKee on Twitter or uh, email it to me the old-fashioned way at uh, NBA gambling podcast at the SGPN.com follow Zach at NBA Zach B on Twitter and we will be back tomorrow
1: b ba 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 basketball, gimme, give gimme, give gimme give the ball because I'm gonna